Hi, I'm Natalie Nowak from Broadway Radio's On My Way to a BFA, and you're listening to Theater Throwback. He's an artist, he's a tap dancer, and you can see his name from Schmackeries. Who is he? You'll find out in a minute. In this episode, after the feature story, I'm going to explore some other exciting events that happened this week in theater history, including a quick look into the career of Jason Robert Brown. I usually focus on show openings for the main theater throwback story, but today I thought I'd mix things up and take a look at someone that had a profound artistic impact on the Broadway community. Today is June 21st, and on this day, back in 1903, Al Hirschfeld was born. He is a caricaturist and actually is widely known as the greatest caricature artist of modern times. He's known for his signature black ink pure line drawings, which he did with a crow quill. Prior to conducting my research for this segment, the only knowledge of Al Hirschfeld that I had was that one of my all-time favorite musicals, Kinky Boots, has made a home at what is now called the Al Hirschfeld Theater. We'll get into how that came to be a little later. First, let's talk about Hirschfeld's background and influences. He was born in St. Louis, Missouri, and in an interview with Time, when asked about how drawing was a part of his childhood, he said, quote, I don't remember doing anything else. I can't do anything else. End quote. One of his teachers in St. Louis told him that there was nothing more he could learn there, so he and his family packed up and moved to New York City. During the day, he took art classes at the Vocational School for Boys, and then in the evenings, he attended the Art Students League of New York. During that time, he focused mainly on painting and sculpture. When he was 18, he became the art director at Selznick Studios in Fort Lee, New Jersey, and he worked with David O. Selznick, who is now extremely well-known in the film industry. Later on, Selznick Studios was struggling financially, so Al Hirschfeld decided to leave and just work for himself. In 1924, Hirschfeld went to Paris, and while he was there, he financially supported himself by tap dancing. Then, when he went back to New York in 1926, he and an agent went to see a play, and as they were watching the performance, he actually sketched one of the actors, Sasha Guitry, and the agent who was with him asked him to draw another copy, and he sent it to some New York newspapers. Then, on that Sunday, Hirschfeld's drawing made it on the front page of the theater section of the New York Herald Tribune. After trying multiple styles, one of which being satirical political drawings, he became the most well-known for drawing theater performers. He actually did more drawings of movies than theater, but theater was his most popular medium. He had a way of capturing the performers' personalities with his art, which made it so intriguing. Specifically, he drew the singers, actors, and dancers from Broadway musicals and plays, and before the productions opened, his drawings would appear in the New York Times to promote the shows. Here's a quote of his from an interview with USA Today. I try to capture the character of the play or individual rather than making a caricature for caricature's sake. One fun fact is that he would hide his daughter Nina's name in his drawings. He always wrote it in all capital letters, and at first he only intended it to be a fun thing for his close friends to know about. But the public started noticing all of the hidden Ninas, so he stopped writing them. A lot of people were mad about this, so he started doing it again because apparently he said it was more difficult to respond to all of the letters of outrage than it was to just write her name into the drawings. So he kept doing it. After a long, successful career, Al Hirschfeld passed away on January 20th, 2003 at the age of 99. Five months after his death, the Martin Beck Theater was renamed the Al Hirschfeld Theater. When I started researching Mr. Hirschfeld, I couldn't help but think of Justin Robertson, who goes by the name Squigs. You may or may not know his work, but in the past eight or so years, he's become very popular in the Broadway community. 
He's an artist who draws caricatures of Broadway performers, and he actually made them into trading cards pretty recently, which I think is really cool. Anyways, he has said that Al Hirschfeld inspired him, and he hopes to carry on the Broadway caricature tradition. It just makes me really happy when I see artists inspiring other artists, and it's interesting how we can really see the work of the previous generation being reflected in the current generation of artists. Now let's talk about some other events from this week in history. This will be a mix of show openings, birthdays, and more. On June 18, 1963, the Goodspeed Opera House in East Haddam, Connecticut reopened after a long renovation process. It became sort of a headquarters for both new musicals and revivals. The new series started out with the show Oh Lady Lady. The Goodspeed Musical's productions that went to Broadway include Man of La Mancha, Shenandoah, and Annie. On June 19, 1977, Cats became the longest-running musical in Broadway history when it hit its 6,138th performance. Now, of course, Phantom has surpassed that, but either way, Andrew Lloyd Webber reigns supreme. On June 20, 1970, Jason Robert Brown was born. He is one of my all-time favorite Broadway composers and lyricists, and his work includes the Tony Award-winning scores for Parade and the Bridges of Madison County, as well as the musicals The Last Five Years, Thirteen, and Honeymoon in Vegas. And if you live in or near New York City, or there's any way for you to get there, you should definitely see Jason Robert Brown's Songs for a New World next week, June 27th through the 30th at New York City Center Encores Off Center. June 22nd is an exciting day for theater birthdays, including Billy Wilder, Katherine Dunham, Michael Todd, Meryl Streep, and Cyndi Lauper. June 23rd is a great day in theater history because it directly relates to this episode's main story. On June 23rd, 2003, the Martin Beck Theater was renamed the Al Hirschfeld Theater. On June 24th, 1999, Sheer Madness at the Kennedy Center celebrated its 5,000th performance. It's the longest-running show in Kennedy Center history, and it originally opened for just a 12-week run on August 12th, 1987, but it is still running today. And that was a quick overview of some events from this week in history. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Theater Throwback. I'll be back again next Thursday with another episode. In the meantime, be sure to check out my other Broadway radio podcast called On My Way to a BFA, where I document my experiences as a musical theater major at the Hart School. Make sure to follow Broadway Radio on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and also follow me at Natalie underscore Nowak on Twitter and Instagram.